0: Work in the glass or fenestration industry? Build your team, business, and livelihood by attending the biggest industry event of the year, Glass Build America.
1: Join your peers,
0: prospects, and competitors in Atlanta October 31st through November 2nd for the ultimate business building and networking event, Glass Build America. Learn more and register at glassbuild.com. That's glassbuild.com. Register for free using promo code POD.
1: Welcome back to the GlassCast and WindowCast podcast and vlog series from the National Glass Association and from its leading publications, Glass Magazine and Window and Door. Once again, I'm Katie Devlin, the Content Director for the National Glass Association, and I'm here with Sarah Neiswanger, NGA's Associate Director of Industry Engagement. This is our third episode of the podcast, and we will be highlighting the final speaker from the panel, Five Ways to Address Generational and Mentorship Gaps, that took place at the 2023 BEC conference held in March in Las Vegas. As we've discussed in this podcast series, and as we have covered at length for many years in Glass Magazine, and we've addressed at NGA events, the skilled labor shortage continues to be a top challenge for glass companies, recruiting, Training, Retaining workers has become a major area of focus for the NGA over the years, and the association continues to build up its workforce development resources and activities. The final speaker of the generational and mentorship gaps panel and the focus of today's episode is Taylor Anderson, who talks through the comprehensive years-long onboarding process at her company, Anderson Aluminum. Taylor is vice president of business development and marketing for the company and has some incredible insights into what it takes to bring in newcomers and to build them into future project managers and overall company leaders. So, Sarah, you were the moderator for this panel at BEC. Can you talk about how Taylor's presentation fills out the overall conversation and panel discussion on generational and mentorship gaps? Sure. Yeah, so looking back, we
0: kicked off our podcast with panelists uh, Jeff Haber of W&W Glass. Jeff's talk focused on management and ownership succession, really how to transfer ownership from one generation to another through the story of W&W's move to becoming an ESOP. Meanwhile, our second panelist featured in episode two was Joey Aragon of Aragon Construction. He took us through his company's multifaceted mentorship program. Joey offered strategies that business leaders can implement today to bring thoughtful and effective mentorship and feedback to their companies. So today, Taylor focuses on how her glass and aluminum company is going about building an onboarding program. In this episode, you'll hear about Anderson Aluminum's onboarding process, which creates a step-by-step goal-based learning for every department in the company. She also digs into the importance of using strategic planning conversations as a time to address onboarding needs, which works in tandem with any gaps in institutional knowledge that are resulting from more seasoned employees kind of paring back or choosing retirement. You
1: know, one thing I I so appreciate about this this presentation is how Taylor really lets us look under the hood at the inner workings of Anderson Aluminum's uh, onboarding program. I mean, it's a, a pretty special example of something that is working for a glass and aluminum company when it comes to training and retaining new workers. Uh, I do want to note to folks who are just listening um, that in her talk, Taylor uses a PowerPoint to show a rough template of training goals for certain departments at the company, and she offers slides with other strategies for building institutional knowledge. If you're able to watch this episode on YouTube, uh, you will be able to see all of the visual presentation materials that support her commentary. So with that, let's go to the first part of Taylor's presentation from the 2023 BEC conference.
2: I'm Taylor Anderson with Anderson Aluminum, Uh, we are a full-service glazing contractor in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, We do everything from pre-construction design, engineering, project management, fabrication, installation, Um, and my dad started the business 40 years ago, has since retired my mom is the current president ceo and then uh, my brother and i are the next generation of family leaders um, involved in the business Um, for our next generation right now what we're focusing on is proactive succession planning Um, not in terms of ownership but in leadership Um, so you know something that's been very valuable for us is taking time away from operations and focusing on the business and looking at all of our departments and all the processes under each of those departments and identifying uh, where there's room for improvement or new machinery or uh, succession planning in each department so that as you know, ownership looks to keep all of these plates spinning we can continue to do that and be successful and continue to elevate the business as the next generation. So short-term and long-term planning, I think is, it's good to step away from the business and focus those things to make sure everyone's pointed in the same direction because you can get very bogged down in, uh, in operations and in project operations, especially if you have a, a problem project mm-hmm. like we just finished, so. So, one of the things that came out of our uh, strategic planning process was, you know, we felt like we had a really strong middle management and executive team, but we felt we had this um, aging group in our field and shop departments that are talking about retiring in the next five years. So uh, one thing that came out of this and filling those generational gaps and uh, institutionalizing this knowledge was creating a rotational development program so we could expose new hires to more of the business and so that they can spend time in each department. So basically, the very first step of our manufacturing process, what we did was we outlined the top five responsibilities Um, So, managing materials, managing drawings, hands-on fabrication process, CNC process, quality control, I'm sure a lot of companies who fabricate, this sounds very familiar, uh, but breaking it down and making it simple and digestible to new hires when there's so much to learn and giving them the structure of, you know, picking three processes under managing materials, whether that's how you receive materials, how you manage inventory, how you check for damaged um, material. And kind of picking processes under each of those bullets was, gave us a very structured template. And we did that in each department. And then that's something that we give um, to interns and co-ops and people who want to become um, a uh, shop or fabrication or field leads or project managers. Um, to put some of the ownership on them of saying, here's your path to get to this point and helping them go through each department to be successful. Lastly, to like create some accountability, we uh, assign a mentor to everyone, a department lead to everybody, uh, and then create this gradient scale. You know That could be anything that's applicable to your business. Um, and then just do check-ins.
0: I'd like to jump in on taylor's presentation right here to help frame the next section where taylor goes on to describe how anderson aluminum has incorporated the sharing of institutional knowledge into its regular strategic planning so when their team meets annually they're working to identify key goals for the year specifically for capturing institutional knowledge they want to understand where the generational and leadership gaps are within the company in order to develop a transition plan for the future and they're using all of these to create learning opportunities to onboard, train and cross train the next generation. Again, here's Taylor.
2: So each year in our strategic planning, we pick a few different goals, whether it's identifying a department that needs a new leader or um, you know, creating an HR manual or a safety manual or a development program uh, and working close with the owners or the executive team to see where there's really organizational gaps that you need to fill um, has been helpful for us in uh, determining our goals and initiatives for the year.
0: In this final section, we'll hear panelist Jeff Haber of WW Glass ask Taylor to break down Anderson Aluminum's onboarding process. Taylor's description of what's involved in onboarding provides some important context on essentially how complex and nuanced the glass and glazing business actually is. Taylor, how, how long does it take from the time someone starts you know, the onboarding process until they're fully you know, through that training process?
2: Yeah, um, it takes a long time. We just hired a new HR manager and he he was like, do you think like they'll be fully on board in six weeks? And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> like two and, <laughs> and a half years, two years. So I think you know, spending what we've seen a lot of people who have had success is doing like six months in the shop, going through fabrication, assembly, um, glazing, our panel department, and seeing a handful of different jobs go through that are curtain wall, window wall. Um, And then going to the field for six months and seeing a bunch of different jobs installed, using different equipment. um, And then coming back to the office and spending time with engineering and project management and sales. Uh, So like two years, I think while shadowing a project manager would create a well-rounded project coordinator and manager to start taking on smaller projects.
0: So it's a big investment of time.
2: Yeah, and I think to that point, you know, we're not grabbing classes of 20 people and being like, we're gonna take sure. you all through this. We're looking for people who are passionate about the glazing industry, who know they, this is the industry they wanna be in. Um, and we're looking for like long-term hires if we're gonna invest this amount of time in them. Uh, And I think the people who have gone through the program have been rewarded in going through this accelerated process where people who came before them really had to kind of figure it out for themselves. Um, So I think by creating more structure, it'll, it'll help make our project management
1: team stronger, ultimately. This closes out our three part recap of the generational and mentorship gaps panel from the BEC conference. If you missed parts one or two, definitely go back and check those out. We'll be back in this feed with some other highlights from the BEC conference, including presentations from a panel of contract lasers discussing how they successfully navigated some, frankly, incredibly daunting project challenges. Uh, for that session, we're going to hear from Dave Ferrett of Bagatellus Architectural Glass Systems and Matt Camper of Woodbridge Glass. Um, and of course, I want to thank our uh, NGA podcast team for making all of this possible. Bethany Stow, Nora Dick, Melissa Fisher, Max Perelstein, and of course, my co-host Sarah Niswanger. And for more information on the BEC conference or for more information on NGA's resources for workforce development, uh, and of course on NGA's and Glass Magazine's book, The Owner's Guide to Exit Planning and Succession, visit glass.org. Thanks again for listening and have a great rest of your day.